Yeah, here. We're fine. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to Get in the Garage. Mike, Luke, Jeff here. Welcome. And Merry Christmas. Season's greetings. Happy holidays. Season's greetings. Happy holidays. <laughs> Today we'll be covering Christmas music. Now, I was a little bit pushbacky on this topic because, like, the guys know we've already recorded, like, three different intros to start this fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anyway, um, I said in the last time we tried to run at it, but I did actually enjoy this one because I, I found that I, I found that I liked a lot more Christmas songs than I thought I did because there's some cool ones. There's, like, a Can Heat one. There's a Muddy Waters Christmas tune. There's, you know, there's some cool stuff out there, too. So, I, 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 was, I stubbornly was a little, you know, resistant on it, but, you know. Something for the music fan. The Grinch's all, but... heart grew three sizes that day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, we're gonna so, go. Yeah. We're, we're gonna talk a little bit about everything. We're gonna talk about some of the religious stuff, some of the pop hits, some of the underground stuff, some of the weird, funny Adam Sandler type songs. Yeah, but let's also remember Jesus is the reason for the season. Of course. So look at the bumper stickers. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that's not your job too. We're you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 for sure. We're, yeah, you know, ha- also happy Hanukkah. We're if Hanukkah. Anybody Hanukkah. celebrates Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa. for anybody who celebrates, celebrates Kwanzaa. What's the, uh, Happy there's... secular Christmas, if that's what you do. Yeah. Winter solstice for all of my Wiccans. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah, the pagans, your bloodthirsty pagan friends. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you get the crystal you want for Christmas. Yeah. Um, Keep your auras clean. What's the, there, there's, there, I think there's a Hindu one too, but I can't, rem- I can't remember what that was. Um, I think Diwali was recently, but. Mm, but I don't know. If, I don't think, I, I don't think that's associated with, with like Christ the, or Christmas. <laughs> no, but the, you know the Hindus do recognize Christ as uh, as like a you know like a saint, if you will. Also, oh, also we're wearing masks today just because you know it is the most wonderful time of the year where everybody has COVID. So yeah, just exactly. Precautions. It's so a gift we, that keeps on giving. At least yeah. if we suffocate to death, all the all the lights will be up, so that'll be nice to look at. <laughs> so if you hear some crackles, you know we're just trying to keep safe and yeah. take care of each other. No, absolutely, absolutely. So, so stay safe out there. Wear your mask. Keep your distance. Stay at home if you can. So speaking of Jesus, is the reason for the season. Obviously, a lot of the holiday songs that are more so in like the popular culture obviously are either Santa centric or about a reindeer or about a very specific man. So, named, and named, named Jesus. Jehovah, Jehovah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yes. Also, Emmanuel. Let's be real. Come on, Emmanuel. Yeah, come on. Anyway, which I you know I enjoy because it's my name. So. <laughs> I I like. Anyway, you, I thought it was interesting though to like know that like it was kind of like. It, it was like uh, the spread. It helped. Like Christmas music was really like made to spread Christmas. Though. So, so yeah. you know what I mean. And it, like uh, I was like I was doing my research. If the fourth century, like in Rome, is where we started to like get. And some of them are really like, um, uh, "Oh, come, merry gentlemen." That song that was like one of the first mm. things ever written down. Um, oh, really? Yeah. So like really? that. Yeah, even like one of the oldest songs like that is like. Um, still makes it today and yeah. it was like as a way of saying like you know come merry gentlemen christmas is today um you know satan uh oh uh, yeah what's the line god, that's, that's god, like your favorite god line. rest ye merry gentlemen yeah. Okay, yeah yeah uh you know saying like you know it's like um it's a it's okay because god you know the son of 
God is born on Earth. And, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, it's really, like, spreading the miracle of that. So, like, it's really cool that, like, a song like that, and that's, like, one of the first songs in the 4th century that gets written down. It's a way of spreading Christmas and, like, having people that – um it's almost like a folk story. Like the, so they have a way of understanding what the holiday was about and who Jesus was because um, obviously not, lo- not a lot of reading and writing is going on back then. Yeah, I was trying to think when was, like, when was the first time they actually had like written Bibles. Um, well, priests, the Gutenberg Bible, I think, was in the 1400s, 1500s. Whoa. Priests would have yeah. Bibles, but the common people would right. not be able to read them. That was uh, the revolution of uh, Martin Move, Luther. Movable type. Kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Johannes Gutenberg. Right. So, um, but, so around the 4th century, that's when you start getting it, but it's really this guy named... Um, St. Francis in the 13th century. Mm. So St. Francis starts, you ever hear of like a friar? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, he yeah, yeah. Friar invents talk. friars. So he invents that kind of sect in Christianity um, where he was really devout and um, they wanted to, you know, really just take their life and form it around the church, right? Yeah, yeah. So, and then he also offers this kind of sect, uh, the friar, to, um, to spread as a way of like, you know what I mean? This is a way you can live your life as a model, a temple yeah. kind of thing, a mm-hmm. template rather. And um, he also sends that out with um, the Christmas holiday, the the birth of Christ. And so he writes down like most of the Christmas carols that we know today. And that was sold as like, this is what Christmas is. This is how you celebrate it. These huh. are the stories of Christmas. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that's where you get your imagery of the star and the wise men and yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like that kind of the world's first mixtape right <laughs> yeah um so that, that was francis you said right yeah and yeah, that yeah. was that famously would... i think there's an image of him like he like where he's like surrounded by animals and yes. stuff he's kind of got like a cane very, very important kinda. to uh christianity and very important to, to christmas carols yeah because like the, the franciscan friars that's like a thing mm-hmm. that's like its own separate yeah, yeah, yeah now it's like a kind of its own thing but yeah and then, um, so like we get to that, and then about in the in the fourteen hundreds, um, that's when you start getting English stuff. This guy, uh, John Audley, uh, I think that's how you pronounce it. In like fourteen twenty six, he really um, writes down everything in English. Mm-hmm. So he's one of the first English translations of all these Christian songs, and um, really from there it goes up with the English church. Right, so in the 1400s, the Middle Ages, you kind of have the church, um, and then that's how it really spreads because also um, everybody's pretty aware that um, colonialism would spread right throughout mm. the end with Christianity. So yeah, music makes for great messaging slash you know propaganda, all that stuff. Oh yeah, so, so it, I mean, yeah. at, at some point too, like we can say that Christmas music is in one a um, in its purest form an ecstatic. Um, joyful celebration celebration of the birth of Christ mm-hmm. and on the other end of it um, some people would use these to even this day to make it um, less pure and maybe more about the shopping um, uh, ulterior not so Jesus-y right. things that maybe come along with it you know what I mean it's kind of what you get out of it at this point when yeah. you're talking about well, and even, even a lot of the, the crap you know if you think of Christmas carols Almost all of Christmas carols are rooted, rooted in Christianity in some way, like true church-based music, hymns, and stuff like that. Yeah. And, you know, like, there's a wide 
a variety of people who are not churchgoers who know all the words to these songs. So yeah, like, right, right. That shows how powerful music is. Yeah. Is that like, you know, people know angels we have heard on high and they've never been to church, but yeah. they've like heard it because like somebody did a version of it in the 60s and it's been on the radio and like, or Little Drummer Boy and like all these very Christian heavy christian based things yeah are such in the popular culture because of the music and that's the funny thing too because like even with me like uh like i'm greek orthodox obviously uh and like we go right to left i, d- I did it <laughs> okay all right <laughs> he did it the sign of his cross because catholics oh. go left to right greeks orthodox go right. anyway um so yeah like for us i mean there are like the cultural sort of greek christmas carols that also exist like agios vasilis erchete that's like a song like mm-hmm. um about saint basil and that's the other thing too it's like it's interesting because like in greek we call them like agios vasilis and that's like saint basil but like Saint Nicholas, of course, is there, but like Saint Bait, it's like interesting how like there's there was like a couple of saints that like did these types of good oh, works, and like it's like some cultures kind of lean harder into the Saint Nick, some lean a little harder into the Saint Basil because Vasily, that's Basil, that's you know what I mean. So it's just interesting. So so the other interesting part is the Saint Nicholas aspect of when we're talking the history when you get to Santa Claus and not just Jesus, that really happens in the 1800s. So around the turn, 1700 to 1800s is yeah. when you get the legend of St. Nicholas. I've seen the documentary. Yes. Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> <laughs> I thought He's, you were going to say the Santa Claus. as his own lawyer. Listen. <laughs> Wait, no, that's Miracle on 30. <laughs> oh, my God. That was Chris Kringle, okay? Different guy. Chris, listen. Chris Same name, different guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he just has a bunch of different passports. <laughs> but but that part of it is interesting. He too. is doing B and E's all over the world. He's like so. Saint Nick doesn't go bankrupt. When Saint Nick goes bankrupt, he tears <laughs> Furzer's <laughs> debt to Chris Kringle. <laughs> Sorry. I like that. Sorry. Oh, no, I like that. Um, so anyway, but that's where um, that's when yeah, the yeah. um it kind of changes too, right? Because then we like we were talking like more like the pagany beginnings of Christmas where you. Yeah. Like have like the um the classics that are telling the story of Jesus, right? So those songs are like away in a manger, um the first Noel, go tell it on the mountain, like though, and they're kind of like folk songs yeah. in a way because people couldn't um tell stories. So then you know what I mean? They couldn't right. write stories down, so they would sing story stories to each other. Yeah, it's the it's the it's the whole like uh like when Homer would recite the Odyssey, right? Like he right. Didn't, he never wrote it. It was just a spoken thing. Like that's mm-hmm. you know that, you know. Well, if we want to talk about the pagan rituals, there's a reason why Christmas is December 25th. Exactly. Yeah. It's not because G- you know, who knows? It is who knows the truth? It isn't it isn't. It's stories, but you know, the story of Jesus is his family was traveling during tax time to go pay their dues to her, you know, their hometown. And taxes were collected in the middle of the summer, not in the winter. Christmas is December 25th because the pagan rituals of winter solstice, which is December yeah. 21st, 22nd, I believe, at the, the you know, yeah, 21st, 22nd. Um, and the Christians didn't want the pagans having their own thing. So to like kind of stomp out paganism they put Christmas that part of the calendar. Yeah. So that Christians celebrated on that day and they would convert people to not celebrate the winter solstice. Yeah, yeah. Right. right. And so, and then to... The conversion tool. Exactly. Mm. And when you get to about the 1800s where you get the St. Nicholas, that's when the church had evolved and yeah. you're having many saints and many people who represented these holidays. And so 
the take on St. Nicholas really became like a a, a western-y kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And we really took that on. and Like a mascot almost. Right, and at, for Christmas. And it was um, good because you could kind of like – the that's when the giving gifts – thing kind of came all along with that yeah um and with that we also got um people and definitely in america to secularly celebrate christmas Mm. so that it gave it like a whole nother take on it because it wasn't just um now it wasn't just a um catholic thing and when we switched it over in the west we really brought it to everybody. Well, because, yeah, it's like it. you can sell Christmas now. Right. You and it's not, so much, even, it's not even so much to sell Christmas as much as it would be to, like, um, celebrate around the winter solstice and be able to give gifts. You know what I mean? Because there was already an established holiday. Mm. So when they come and start to give, you know what I mean? It really gave a chance for everybody to participate and right. many people did from many cultures and religions like we can see we have hanukkah around this time too mm-hmm. and kwanzaa kwanzaa yeah. and other um you know what i mean celebrations and um i feel like especially as americans we can get together and celebrate with our jewish friends and you know and really come together and mix cultures and mix religions and mix things yeah. and uh really have it all be a part of a season of giving at this point right mm-hmm. where we have a lot of songs about that so that being said a little bit of history like what are like what are some of like those songs that like when you were uh, maybe like a little kid that got you uh, all excited? of them man all of them all of that's them? why i love christmas music yeah it's like one of the only things that I can just delve into and I can just like have that warm feeling. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm, I'm someone who I don't turn on a Christmas song until the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Or actually I should say sometimes when making Thanksgiving that day, there'll be Christmas music playing, but it's like Thanksgiving through the new year is when I do Christmas. I, I'm not one of those like Christmas in July type of people. Yeah. Yeah. God, you know, do your thing if you are, but um, there are so many songs that just take me back to my childhood from, from, my favorite song, the Christmas song, Nat King Cole's version, mm-hmm. um, Jingle Bells, Frank Sinatra's version, like especially those oldies where it's multi-generational yeah. and like my grandparents listen to, um, you know, anyway. No, but I hear you though. There's like the thing about Christmas music that I do enjoy, one of the qualities of Christmas music that I'll enjoy is that like, I mean, I know some people aren't, but I am. I'm kind of a nostalgic kind of person. You know what I mean? I, or at least I appreciate nostalgia. You know, some people are like, Ugh, but I actually enjoy it quite a bit. And I think those, yeah, like those old Christmas songs just have this timeless quality to them where you're like, you know, I don't know. But I feel you, though. It's very romantic. It's, it's you know, mm-hmm. I mean, like, if you flash forward to today, I mean, Jeff played me what the Lady Gaga Christmas song <laughs> oh, the amazing. other day. And I was like, what is amazing. this madness? This is not. <laughs> Christmas tree by Lady Gaga. Dude, it's just, yeah. And everything's <laughs> like a weird sexual innuendo. And you're like, why are we doing this? Like, this is, this is the complete opposite of, I think, what the whole Christmas season's supposed to be about. But, you know, right on. Have a good time. Enjoy your mistletoe, I guess. Um. I like like to even like um like a special there's special songs that like hit me different like I don't know why but like the Paul McCartney one always mm. would like that reminds yeah. me of being a little kid like going to my nana's house on Christmas yeah. Eve and hearing it on the radio and it's just like there's something about it that makes you think all these memories and it's all locked in there and then you listen to it this one time a year right yeah. and so like the first time maybe I'll hear that Paul McCartney song you know the bum, 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 
you know, with the crazy. And it just on it, but these songs hold all this magic of like yeah. when we remember being a kid and when you first heard it, and there's so much stuff locked in it, and you hear it, and it all floods back to you, and yeah. and it's not like you're listening to it all the time. It's not going to be on the radio. So when it does hit you, it really you're like, oh man, yeah, I forgot about that. You know, or, it's dawning on me now. I think I, I think the reason why I have like a weird feeling about Christmas music maybe is because my upbringing was was pretty exclusively Greek. So like all of those emotional kind of reactions to certain types of like certain Christmas songs, I have those, but I have them way more for like the Greek Christmas songs than I do say for like the American Christmas are there, songs. Are there popular like contemporary Christmas songs in the Greek? Uh, to be fair, I don't. Or is I haven't a lot really of, looked. A lot at, of like hymn based. It's a lot. There's a lot of hymn based ones, yeah. and then there's a lot of like just like Christmas songs that they would sing in like the village. You know okay. what I mean? So it's like it's just Christmas songs that everybody knew from their childhood because they're yeah, yeah yeah sang it to them or their mother sang it to them or something around the Christmas time. You know what I mean? But m- mostly rooted yeah in, like in, are, in are, religious are, yeah, rather are, are than there, are there contemporary you know like stuff put out in the sixty like songs written in the sixties seventies eighties stuff like that or is it a lot of kind of folk songs yeah i think like it's that. just folk songs okay. like re uh like redone recycled and, and like yeah. yeah or like or just you know give like songs even facelifts and shit like sure. that i mean but the, that's the thing though too is like a lot of it is like you can't i mean the like the orthodox christian like chanting and hymns and stuff like that like that what they'll do is like i know for easter they do it too like they'll have like a major like greek singer and they'll have an actual singer sing a hymn like Xiluris, that the the Cretan lira player, that guy, he there's also there's recordings of him like singing Greek Orthodox hymns. Do you know what sure. I'm saying? So yeah. like that's the other thing they would do too. Like rather than maybe like making like a huge Christmas pop hit, they would just have a huge pop star sing an Orthodox Christian hymn. You yeah, know what I'm cool. trying to say to kind of like bring it there. Do you guys have like do, uh, this is a shit, now that I'm thinking about it? Does like do you guys have your like? Uh, oh, holy night! Like, is it the same? Is it just in Greek, or do you guys? Like, oh yeah, sing? same tunes. Yeah, do you guys yeah. sing the same kind of like Christian tunes, or is, I, that, is it, it completely different? Maybe? No, similar, but I think it's mainly just like the 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 hymns um, that you'd find, you know, like passages. Because really, what it is is like passages in like mm-hmm. the uh, like in the Bibles and the epistles and all that stuff, like um, put to like say a, a, like a Byzantine uh, melody. I mean, it's tough for me to say because, like, growing up, uh, like, it was still in, like, America. So, like, we would still sing, like, uh, like, All Holy Night and stuff like that at church just because, like, that was the thing. Like, because we're all just American, you know, we're Greek-American kids, but, like, it's still singing, like, some of the, the classics. But it's, I mean, of course, so it's church. So it's always very much just, like, all things attributed to Christ rather than we're not singing Santa Claus is coming to town. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's... <laughs> You know, we're singing "I'll Call Me Manual." Saint, you know what I mean? So it's like Saint Basil's coming to town. <laughs> yeah, Saint Basil's going to town. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's interesting. But yeah, I mean, it's it's. I guess you could say maybe Greek versions of that, but different melodies. Very much that's minor interesting. Key th- yeah, minor stuff, key yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah, a lot of minor key stuff. Yeah. <laughs> So that's why I think the minor key Christmas stuff resonates the most with me. <laughs> that's what's weird. O- Okami Manuel, yeah. one of the rare minor key Christmas. Yeah, songs. Carol of the Bells is minor. Yeah. Uh, you know, sad Christmas. Mm. Sad Christmas. <laughs> Wist- wistful. 
Yeah, but I, I enjoy I enjoy like the old English. Like, what's what's his, what's the song? Good King. Good um, King Wenceslas. Yeah. Even like Green Sleeves yeah. a little bit is yeah. like Christmassy. Yeah. Uh, also on the Charlie oh, Brown yeah. soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I, f- I mean, I guess I'll lead off a little bit too in terms of maybe songs that yeah, so I like, found too. Oh. What, what 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 are some Christmas songs that you want to talk about, Mike? Let's, okay. Let's talk about them. This first one might make you guys throw up a little bit though. Oh, let's hear it. <laughs> You know, I have to say, I really enjoy Dominic the Donkey. Me too, man. Oh, yeah, okay, 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 okay. I just love the fact that it's about, like, it, it, it was something like, isn't the whole premise, like, Santa Claus needs the donkey to basically pull him up the Italian hills because, like, the reindeer can't handle it. The he needs an Italian donkey. Yeah, hey. yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I I, I, I listen to that man. song a ton. I, I used to Yeah, Lou Monti. I used to date a girl who had a very Italian-American family, like, the, t- the type that get, like, that get, like, you know, Italian flag tattoos and stuff like that. So that was a big one played when I was dating yep. her, and I grew to love that song. I listened to it. I used to listen to it this morning. <laughs> Did you? I like something it. about the clothes. The clothes that they were giving a, la, a t- la, tag la, that says la, "Made la, in Brooklyn." I have one of his albums. Actually, I like it too because it's like really. I like that one. Like you're saying, it's like Italian pridey, and yeah. it's also like um, little kids like love it. Like yeah. they, you know, what yeah. I mean? and adults love it. It's just like. Yeah. So, what's the other one that's like Dominic the Donkey? It's like uh, that, Hippopotamus that for Christmas. Yeah, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, all I Want for Christmas are my two front teeth. Yeah, There's I, a lot of good like little kid-based kid ones. ones. Yeah. yeah, Those are funny because they're really like tongue-in-cheeky. Yeah. Um, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. <laughs> I like that one because it sounds like it's a rhyme. It sounds like it's like a five-year-old girl and a forty-year-old girl at the same time. Like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. she sounds so old and young. I, I can't place her. Uh, can you think of any more that were like super like like in that vein, the Dominic the Donkey vein? I, I'm trying I, to I, think. I'm there, trying there's to think one of on some. the tip of my like head, and I can't think of it. It's a lot like Dominic the Donkey, but uh. did Lou did, did he do did this? Do, oh, Lou Monty, Monty do more. another uh, Christmas song? I don't. There's not. I don't. I can't think of one. I just know the hippopotamus for Christmas, two front teeth, saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Like those are all like little kid ones. Yeah. There's a good one where. A good one played a lot in my household was the John Denver and the Muppets Christmas <laughs> album. Oh, yeah. And that's... their version of 12 Days of Christmas is yeah. amazing. I also yeah. heavily enjoy that one. <laughs> that one's great. Um, I do also shout out, I do love uh, Little St. Nick, of course, by the Beach Boys. Oh, okay. Well, that, that we'll, we'll, we're going to save that for a second. Okay, all yeah, right. We'll, we'll oh, I into, forgot. I'm sorry. Can I, can I give you... Okay, so we kind of talked about like the novelty ones, super yeah, yeah. novelty ones, like really sweet, childish ones. Let's go extreme opposites and go for like what are some of your favorite inappropriate Christmas songs? Oh. Because like, well. I really like... Uh, like Maybe. Santa baby not that it's inappropriate but it's Santa just like baby. yeah I love that song and I like like the coat hangers one um uh but I got the missus one this year Merry Christmas that song oh no no you never heard the Merry Christmas that's the waitresses the waitresses Christmas rapping that's what I meant yeah, yes, yeah. coat hangers yeah. the coat hangers are a punk band of females that's why I thought that I, I love the waitresses Christmas rapping yes the like, saxophone and the synths and I'll say yeah. I, I, 
I didn't inappropriate even, I didn't even not know. like inappropriate but more just like you know what I mean not like you're just like this ain't about I mean I do enjoy uh-huh, like, Merry Motherfucking Christmas by Easy. Yeah. yes yes yeah, okay like that was, that was what I was talking about more like like Christmas is like eh, what happened like yeah, those that kind song, of songs because like the uh the uh waitresses one is kind of more yeah, like yeah. Eh, you know like Christmas yeah, yeah it's got yeah. that vibe on it yeah yeah. Oh, the that's Easy a, E one that's is That's a great so song. Good. I love that. Like, we, we listened to it the other day, remember? And it's like, there's three separate... Intr- spoken intr- word intros, yeah. like story times yeah. that keep interrupting each other. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Um, The... <sighs> another one. Oh, the James Brown Christmas album. Oh, that's a great one. Yes. Yeah. Great. Where, like, uh, some of it's serious and then some of it's more like, you know... As Fuck it, Christmas, Yeah, basically. like the Easy E, you know, made of it. I, I love that. Uh, Go Power at Christmas Time by James Brown. It's just the mm. James Brown Christmas album is pretty. It's good, entertaining. It's 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 amazing. Yeah, I don't know. Inappropriate. I mean, I it's not that inappropriate, but is I like the the South Park version when Cartman sings "Oh Holy Night." Great. And oh, he doesn't yeah. know he doesn't know any of the words. He's just song, singing about gay presence, and there's like a female back inquire that keeps correcting them of the real words and yes. like the real religious text and he's just like talking about how he just wants to get presents and <laughs> yeah yeah uh that's when i put on parties that people would just like stop and stare at me and like what the fuck are you doing um did, they, you, did you ever have like the family member too that hated the grandma got ran over by a reindeer so oh, i hate that i mean i hate it strong too, but, but. I think I really hate it because the voice the guy sings in. Yeah, grandma got run over by rainy. It's brutes, man. That, I think I liked it when I was little. I think yeah, I that's what it is. That, that's country Christmas. I don't go well, into country I think Christmas. I liked oh, it. come on, Jeffrey. I think I liked it when I was little because it made like uh, the adults like did not like it. And yeah, so, right, like, right, that was, right. Like, a reason <laughs> right, liked yeah. it. Uh, country Christmas. Are you telling me you don't like Alabama's Christmas album? <laughs> Oh, I've never heard. I didn't oh even know Alabama God. had a Christmas album. Have I forgot you ever that had Christmas I, with white people. I Come forgot. On. I forgot Alabama was a band. Oh my God, the Alabama no, Christmas I'm a, album. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a dirty no, Greek man. You heard it. We listened to it last year at Memes. That's oh, why man. I'm talking about it. What did we? Yes, absolutely. Listen, Alabama I don't Christmas pay attention to what Memes is playing. It's uh, if it's not if it's not that Sergio. If it's not yeah that that Russian pianist who plays <laughs> on all the cruises she goes on. I'm not interested. <laughs> Meme doesn't. Meme has been on one cruise. Like yeah, she sees this man in shopping malls and oh, yes. art fairs. Oh, book, book inappropriate. Stores. I mean, Mike Mike mentioned it earlier, but the Christmas classic Christmas Tree by Lady Gaga featuring Space Cowboy, whoever the fuck that is. <laughs> And the song, it's like all about sitting on top of my Christmas tree. And, oh yeah! And she like takes little snippets of a bunch of different. Doesn't songs she do like la 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 It's like la 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 like that makes me think too of like um so let's like talk for a second about because we're talking about Lady Gaga kind of pop Christmas yeah man the um I think it's really fascinating how that has become like a um a trope or like a mm. um cliche in the holo- in the uh new artist marketing department ever since Mariah Carey 
1994 recorded um, All I Want for Christmas. In the middle of summer, by the way. In the middle of summer. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's talk <laughs> you about gotta it. Gotta get she, it in the stores early, man. Yeah, yeah. She recorded that album in the middle of summer and she decorated her whole house like Christmas, really got in the mood. And yeah. she did write that song, too. So, yeah, yeah. like, anybody that's like, she doesn't even write that song, no, she did. she's making bank off that song. Yeah, she man. wrote it. So, anyway. There's only been two Christmas songs that have ever hit number one. On the uh, on the singles charts. What are they, Jeff May? The first one recorded in the early '60s was the Chipmunk song, <laughs> and then the next one to hit number one was Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas Is You." Not in 1995, but in 2019, because now we track things from streaming data, mm-hmm. and so now, like every Christmas, I think she's gonna go to number one, like every Christmas now. Yeah, because people it's... just like pump that shit on Spotify, man. I think it's been said just that one song, one song, fifty million dollars yeah. has been made off that yeah, one song. I, oh, I can imagine. I, I'm, I would be surprised if it's that low. Yeah, <laughs> and it's um, it's I believe um, in the top twenty of the uh, best-selling singles of all time. All I oh, want for yeah. Christmas is you. Um, and a fascinating on that one too. We were talking uh, White Christmas. Um, is the number one selling single. The original version. Yes. Um, Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby's yeah. White Christmas is the number one sold single of all time, any yeah. format, doesn't matter. That makes sense because it, it, I I believe the history of that song, it was, it was put out and then like years later they made the movie. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, like it got a resurgence then, yeah, yeah. like 10, 15 years later or whatever, and like it's just stayed. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. There's and, some good versions of White Christmas, too. And it's one of the um, most popular songs. Yeah. And um, in it's one of the uh, first songs that was popular in the vinyl era. So that would be like a oh, song okay. that like an old oh, person yeah, yeah. would like and, and a child would mm. like. And it's the 1950s mass marketing of uh, home record players. Everybody, like 45 RPM. Right. Just, so yeah. everybody's... You know what I'm saying? So that yeah. was, is really the mass appeal. Um, but... So even with like Bing, uh, Bing Crosby, who was like you know, the pop star of his day, now you have Mariah Carey. Um, the um, at some point in like the sixties, fifties, and sixties, the Christmas song became um, when you were on the way out of your career. Oh, right. Good. Yeah. Uh, give uh, Chuck Berry's "Run Run Rudolph" right when you're like kinda. I've wrote all the hits, and now I'm gonna rewrite uh, a hit song I've already wrote yeah. as um, a Christmas song. Run Run Rudolph is um oh man meanwhile I can't think of what it's it is, basically but it's Johnny B, it's like there Johnny B. Go. Good basically it's Johnny B. Good with, with Christmas right. and same with um the Beach Boys um Little Saint Nick is uh is uh Little Deuce Coop you don't uh, Little Deuce Coop yep. right it's like yeah, the yeah, same yeah, thing yeah, yep. that, that's not my that. favorite Beach Boys Christmas song no not mine either I like the one uh let me think what it's called. But that became a... The man with all the toys. toys. The man with all the toys. (laughs) I like that one a lot. I like that one a lot. Um, But that became... I like how that became like a... um, On the way out, you recorded your Christmas album... Beach Boys is kind of well, yeah. Like that we've we've classic. run out of original songs, so right. let's put out a Christmas album, right? Yeah. And they would do it all the time, and people Mar- still do it. Yeah, Mariah Carey's management flipped the script and said, "When you release your first album in the first year, now you release the Christmas music the same year." Justin Bieber's first album came out that Christmas, mm. Christmas album. Uh, 
it's it's like the playbook is like on. So it's either I like how I mean I do, I'm just interested in the way artists are marketed, kind of. Yeah. So now it's either on your they still do it on the way out and on the way in. So like Justin Bieber's was early, like Lady Gaga's was early, Mariah Carey's Christmas album came early, like in the first years of their development. Mm. Um, and then some artists are still doing it on the way. And then on the out. flip side, you have Twisted Sisters Christmas oh. <laughs> that came out a little bit later on in their career. <laughs> yeah, on the way out. <laughs> But that's what that I've, one's. That oh, one's, I've never heard it, and I don't ever want to hear oh, it. Dude. Oh no, it's so good because it they, they it's tongue in cheek. It's not serious in the at any point. Oh man, they I, it's really funny. But it's but it's also exactly what you think it is. About what we're talking about, things I don't I haven't heard because I have a pretty extensive Christmas song knowledge. I had the Alabama one. Never listen, heard. man. Twisted, sometimes twisted sometimes you got to put on some the football Alabama shoulder pads and some lipstick and some lace and rock the fuck out to Christmas music. <laughs> Well, that's the fun too, right? Because like Jeff's like, I oh, I, I never even heard that Christmas album. Yeah. And the funny thing is like different families. Like I said, my meme played the <laughs> yeah. Alabama one, so like different families yeah. have I thought different. Thought you were gonna ones. say my meme played Twisted Sister. Uh, like what? <laughs> like Jeff, like what? What did your parents like play for Christmas? Music? Oh my were you god! Getting Bing Crosby, and then like were you getting yeah. instrumental jazz? Because like. I wasn't getting any jazz. No, I wasn't whatsoever. getting any jazz either. Okay, so I have this one album that my parents wore the shit out of. <laughs> and it's Mannheim Steamroller, which is like, I believe they're American, but it's Mannheim Steamroller, so they might be German. I'm not sure. But it's like an in- instrumental synth pop band from like the late 70s, early 80s. Mm. So, you know, like the... Um, Trans-Siberian Orchestra is kind of like heavy metal-ish kind of orchestral stuff. And they have a lot of Christmas songs. <laughs> Mannheim Steamroller is like that, but instead of heavy metal guitars and like strings, it's like it's like six <laughs> synthesizers. It's like Rick Wakeman is just like, It's crazy. Right. It's like, and they have just that album. Check it out. Mannheim Steamroller Christmas album. It is... It's an acquired, an acquired taste, mm. we'll say. Jeff, how many Christmas albums do you think that band has? <laughs> I think they probably have four or five. One, two, three, four, <laughs> five, six, seven, eight. Some of these are box sets. <laughs> I mean, they might be like, I think they are like a Trans-Siberian Orchestra yeah, thing, which is like, like they only do holiday type stuff. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so but like- yeah, Deck the Halls is the, that, that's the top track on that album. Check that out today. <laughs> Take some Dramamine before, because it's a little... <laughs> so they used to play that one? What else did they you They used get? to play that one. Um, the John Denver Muppets Christmas one yep. they used to play. And, I mean, I was in a Christian household, you know, parents as the choir directors and stuff at the church. So it was a lot of the old Christian song-based stuff. So, like, the Bing Crosby singing, like, Do you hear what I hear? The Frank Sinatra stuff that... He went into the commercial songs, but he also did versions of the hymn type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, my we played a lot of Christmas songs, but it was all of that, like what you would put under the umbrella of classics, like the right. 40s, 50s, 60s Christmas music. Like even yeah. like Run Run Rudolph and stuff like that, that is rock and roll. Like we weren't listening to that stuff. It was on the radio, I guess. So like we'd hear it. Yeah. But like what we played in the house was the like orchestral version of things, the Frank Sinatra stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, speaking of Bing Crosby, you reminded me of um, his version of Jingle Bells, 
with the um singers in the background. Oh, that's Frank Sinatra. But yeah. Oh no no no! That's uh that's Bing Crosby. The cha ching bell, cha ching. That kind of one. I've heard Frank Sinatra's version oh, of okay. that one. I've heard the Bing Crosby one. Right? Just like they were back day. I bet they both did versions of I it. I bet you yeah. they did the, the same exact yeah. version of With it. With like the same three girls probably. Saying, yeah, yeah. yeah like, I, think the, sure. and, I think it's the <laughs> Andrews sisters, sisters yeah. on the Bing Crosby J-I-N-G-L-E one. Yeah. That's, a, that's Frank Sinatra's okay. version that I know. All right, yeah. No, the other one, the Andrews sisters are just going like, mm. yeah. and it's like really jazzy. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It's very, very good. But yeah. um, so you were talking about that man Mannheim, Mannheim steamroller, steam um, which <laughs> made us bring up Trans Siberian Orchestra. How many of us ra- raise of hands have seen a TSO concert? <laughs> yeah, raise them now. Keep your hand up. All three of us have our hands raised. If you've seen uh, more than once, oh, oh, oh my god, how many times alone? Um, I want to say I sit comfortably. I think at four. Oh, oh that's god. uncomfortable. <laughs> that is so uncomfortable. You can only get fake snowed on so many times consecutively before <laughs> you're just like, all right, so enough. The night before for, Christmas. For, for those who don't know, my family what it's is all about. crazy for Trans Siberian Orchestra. Mike, tell us, white people, tell man. us why your family's crazy about it. The first time you went, and then like how you think, like, because that to me is like some people's pinnacle. Of I've Christmas been once, now. and I left with. I left maybe a little past halfway on the show. Listen, here's the thing. Okay? <laughs> this is my view on Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Some men wear capes. <laughs> Trans-Siberian Orchestra is like, it's like anything else, man. It's like river dance. It's like, it's like fucking the circus. all yeah, that yeah. shit. You right. know what I mean? Just a fucking clown show up there. Shenyang. You know, it's like, I don't want to see a violin player playing a V-shaped electric violin. Uh, it's just schmaltzy to me. I'm sorry. It's like, it's just corny. But either way, listen. Also, if you like not, TSO, not I'm not trans, shitting on you. Not Trans-Siberian. Not and not an orchestra. orchestra. Just yeah. a name. They're, well, they they're, have they're when they even, play live. They do have a string yeah. quintet. Like no, they, uh, it's not. It's not. Let me tell you what it is. When you go see them, because you're you you listen to the record, and you're like, do you, you think there's gonna be like a viol- There's gonna be like a whole pit of like stringed instruments. False. They get four local violin players. Right. That's what I. They yeah. don't mic yeah. them. They are not heavily mic'd. Oh, and then they get the, the one tracks. dude with the electric violin who like prances all around the stage. <laughs> prances like he, is a good way to say it because he, he very much is like dancing around. Yeah, yo, yeah. You got to entertain people, man. It is. Yeah, he's like he's like. I was just. It looks like what the devil it, looks like when he plays violin. <laughs> just like, it's just like when you bring your mom. Your mom's like, this isn't an orchestra. And nobody here is trans. <laughs> or Siberian. <laughs> or Siberian. <laughs> you know? It's just, a, it's, uh, it's just not what you expect. Because my mom yeah. went last year or the year before. And uh, my mom's like, oh, I'm so excited. And then I was like, I don't want to burst your bubble. Oh, and she hadn't been? No. I would have thought your mom had seen him 10 times. No. So she, she oh, was wow. so excited to go. So excited. And she goes, she's talking to me about it. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're going to hate it. And she goes, what? I'm going to love it. And I go. It's about an hour and 20 minutes too long. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> it is. Well, because, yeah, because you go in. Let me, let me tell you because I've seen it several times. Please. Um, Mike's you, one of the co-producers. Of yeah, TSO. listen, it was a big project, you know. <laughs> well, let's continue your story. I'm going to use the restroom break. Yeah, yeah. No, so it's just, I mean, for, for, the, for the uninitiated, I guess, it's basically like you go in and then, like, they, they do sort of like a story, if you yeah. will. You know what I mean? It's Good like narrator. Yeah, they have the narrator guy comes up. He talks about, like, an angel flying over, trying to help some kid out or something like that. And, like, you know, right on. It's cool. You know what I mean? Like, it's fun. And that's the thing, dude, is it's like, it's like, 
it's it's the fa- it's just like a family thing now. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know, it's 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 it gives like regular people the opportunity to feel a little edgy maybe because they listen to a heavy metal version of Christmas music or something. I don't know. I don't want, I don't... I don't want to associate with anyone who considers TSO edgy. TSO, no TSO. <laughs> it's like the whitest person of all time thinks that they're edgy. Yeah, man. Listen, I, I it's like it's, a Vegas show. I do, I do like it for the smoke and mirrors and all the crazy. Yeah, right, right, right. That's what but I mean. But it is if a you very can, long show. If you show. can take it, yeah. If you can take it at face value and just like enjoy it for what it is, like don't get hung up on it. I mean, yeah. you're not going to see Stevie Wonder. You're going to see Trans Siberian Orchestra. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not <laughs> wide gap. Don't don't those. go there to get. Don't you don't go to, to Trans Siberian Orchestra to like to be moved. And if but listen, at the same time, hey. if it if it moves you, like yeah. right on, you know, get get you get yeah. you feel the spirit of Christmas and all that stuff. You know, but it's just like my thing is you only need to play Carol of the Bells once. They, Stop they making open, it like they open and close with it as they should. <laughs> Sarah Havo. I think they play it like three times Good. within within one set, all accompanied with like large pyrotechnics and like giant like balcony like things that drop it down the guitar is indoors I like, I like the it song that's called indoors. wizards of winter yeah it's like it's like pizzicato strings yeah it, it like stops and then it's like <laughs> and then it has crazy yeah. guitar stuff yeah it's you know it's fun it's fun but the thing is is that after like the fourth go at it i'm like why am i why do i have to keep coming here every year to see this thing it's like it never changes like switch it up guys. so it doesn't change because they put out like 10 different christmas albums and they all have different you know st- through story yeah but lines, they, they now they know what sells the li- man uh, the live the live is show is the similar. same thing uh, every fucking time at least every time that i've went they, to go see them I've, which was in the 2000s to 2000 like between 2000 and like 2010 yeah, okay. i probably saw them maybe like four or five I think so they five they probably times. rocked the same thing for five or six years yeah, it's the same and shit they, they, and it's sw- like, they switch it up they do like a different story but they yeah. use the same songs a lot gotcha. of the time yeah so uh, either way yeah. listen like right now with Trans-Siberian Orchestra I don't want to act like like I'm going to shit on them a lot but at the same time it's just like what do you want from me I've seen them five times also, like just also, you know this is um, too much. This is a yeah. Eastern Connecticut problem too, because there's we have I, Mohegan Sun. And we have Mohegan Sun here in Foxwoods, um, Fox and they come here. This is like they do it every year over here. Yeah, so, COVID, they didn't do it this year. Yeah, they do it like for like a week over yeah. here, usually every single year. So everybody in this area has seen them, and they probably don't tour other markets in the United States like they tour yeah. this area, and that we know them. You know what I mean? So yeah, TS, uh, it has its place, but. To me, TSO is like the equivalent of like eating, eating your Christmas dinner, and then like with your large family, and then like having a slice of each of the eight pies. <laughs> it's like it's just too much. It's yeah, just, yeah. Like I guess it's there, so do it. But like, why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Why you do that? Why are you gonna my, do that to yourself? My family was much was more was a Nutcracker family. Oh, so yeah. I've seen the the ballet, the Nutcracker. So many times. I've never seen the Tchaikovsky. I've never seen it I mean, that's I don't even really think of that, but that as far as Christmas music under mm-hmm. the umbrella, the Tchaikovsky Nutcracker Suite. I know every second of that thing because yeah. that was another big album played in my household because it's classical based music. Um, and yeah, I've seen that a million times at the Guard Art Center in New London. I saw it in Hartford. I saw it probably in like Providence. Like I've seen that everywhere. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's the, I, I think... sang in it one year, like with our high school singing group. We like sang background stuff. During oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so, okay. So let's do this real quick. Uh, of all of the of the high school say choir Christmas 
classics. What's your uh, What's your favorite? I'm I myself am a fan of the the what is it? The Snickledy Ways of York. <laughs> the Snickle Ways of York. The Snickle Ways of York. I had I hadn't considered that because I you know singing in the chamber choir I had to learn like thirty five Christmas songs yeah so they all just blend into me um, I I really enjoyed the acapella version of Carol the Bells yeah with the one caveat the last note is like the tenor part you it, you do like a bell like bung but the tenor part is written to do a slide between two notes as like but you're you're a single bell. Bells can't do that. <laughs> bells, like you can't squeeze a bell to make it go to a higher pitch. Yeah. But, <laughs> so that's my one nitpick. But I love singing that one. I, I still sing that one sometimes with my brother and sister when we're just goofing around and like, you know. That yeah. was a fun one. That was, that was, yeah. Merry, that, Merry, 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 Merry Christmas. And that's one that has a lot of good versions. TSO version yep. is good. Yeah. Um, the, the band Thrice, the metalcore band, that's like I I guess I assume they're still putting out music now. Yeah. But they were like big in like whatever that scene like 10, 15 years ago. Their Thrice's version of Carol the Bells is really oh, good. Oh bro, if you want heavy really good. August Burns Red's version of Carol of the Bells. Oh, I haven't heard that. <laughs> yeah, I bet it sounds a lot like it. It's like it's crazy. It's yeah. so good though. Yeah. It's what you want the Trans Siberian Orchestra version to be. Right. The, yeah, like that's why I thought That's what I you want. It's like you yeah. want it to it, it, that gives it that extra edge where, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you know, I'm I'm a cellist, so I'm a sucker for the intro, of course, of the yeah. Trans Siberian Orchestra because it comes in with the God you rest you merry gentlemen like mm-hmm. uh, uh, melody Motif, yeah. and then yeah, and then it goes into Carol of the Bells. But yeah, Trans Siberian Orchestra, if you like them, we're not shitting on them. We're just saying no. so, by the time by the time you've seen them five times, you know, you kind of just like all right, but a little burnt are out. Kind of talking heavy metal Christmas. Mm. Let's start with the origins of rock and roll Christmas. Let's I do think it. Elvis Presley's he has a lot of good ones a a ton of good ones uh he put out a christmas album or two yeah definitely i think he put out like two in his like lifetime that were really big obviously the first one it's got um christmas i'm pretty baby yeah yeah (laughs) man is that santa claus is that santa claus is coming back to me uh or no No, that santa bring my baby back is one bring my baby and then santa claus is back in town is kind of like a hound dog yes that's the one that's a christmas time yeah i like that that's (laughs) a great great christmas album it is it's really fun um i like it because it's like actually earlier kind of like earlier elvis still yeah it's still yeah it's still got some like the rock in it before like he got really lame yeah. Um, listen, Elvis never got rid of the way. Come on. Listen. Honolulu, live on satellite. Amazing. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I love I tell my, f- my grandmother was a big Elvis fan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um I I really love Elvis Christmas. That's like one of the ones that like gets me really mm, like it and yeah. um not on all uh Elvis Christmas records, but on some of them is this song um, Mama Like the Roses, which is like I don't know why, but it's like a really touching song, um, and it really like gets me every time. And it's not even on all of them. I think it's on. I have like a Pickwick pressing of an Elvis Presley Christmas album, and it's on there. I don't even know if it was recorded for the original Christmas album, but it like really. I don't know what it is. It just makes me really um, happy for Christmas, and like yeah. that. That's like one of my favorite Christmas albums, like all the way through. It's definitely Elvis's. Um, yeah. Little something for everyone. You get a little rock and roll, and it's also sentimental at the same time. 
So I dig it because Elvis is, has a really great voice. Like very he really jolly. does. Yeah, yeah. He really does. <laughs> yeah, you know, I just like I really love that. I feel like he's back in this room. Luke, you do a good Elvis, man. <laughs> well, I like a, you, he's got a very different voice than a lot of people. You just put a lot more air and yeah. drop your mouth a little bit. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and he also like um <laughs> like the, he. Th- the way he sings, it's like watch out. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people don't like pay almost like they don't pay attention to like what they're saying. Where I feel like Elvis will like really like draw like a word out longer yeah. than like most people would. And Dude, I, I'm telling you, man, I, that that Elvis uh, double LP that you got me, what was it, last Christmas? Oh, yeah, I got you a, a Elvis, like a Stax compilation. And it's so fucking good, man. It's so good. Like, I feel like people sleep on Elvis in that way where they like they just automatically think of like big, like big bloated jumpsuit Elvis. But like you got to like there was a time where Elvis was the fucking man. Well, and you said a couple at, times you said as a singer. Yeah. He yeah, draws yeah, yeah. out the words and he like really connects. I think that's what the best singers do. Mm-hmm. Like think 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 of think of like maybe that. one of the best Christmas singers of all time, Frank Sinatra. Yeah. yeah. He has a good voice, but it's how he's singing. Exactly. It's it's how he like chews the words and stuff like that mm-hmm. that really really gets it. Well, into. it's like Lou Monty singing Dominic the Donkey. You need kind of like that it's gabagool. Ee-aw, ee-aw. You know yeah, what I you mean? Like you got to have yeah. this kind of like yeah, and it's not it's not a knock on the way he sings, but I'm just saying like you have to sell it like you're this sort of like you're like this Italian dude who who like lives in Brooklyn and owns like a, you know, like you know what, what I'm, I'm just saying what about Andy Williams? Are you guys into the into his songs? No. <laughs> no, not, not really. I don't really know. Yeah, the I most mean, wonderful ma- time of the year and it's um, the most happy not, holiday. Not so much. Oh, yeah, That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he that was he had a big Christmas. Album. That's my thing. I'm not. I'm not super like. What about uh, Brenda Lee rocking around the Christmas tree? Like great is song. that one? Yeah, did, yeah. I like that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. That like, that's a me great of, rock and roll one. Like that reminds solo. me of uh, um, uh, Home Alone. Yeah. Um, l- let's talk about maybe the greatest rock and roll era. Oh, he's gonna go for it. I know which one. Phil Spector, baby, Christmas album. Please come home. Oh, so yeah. good. Darlene Love. Yes. Uh, the Ronettes. It's there's so many good ones on that. Yeah. Um, Convic- wait, wait, wait. Pause. Convicted murderer. Phil Spector. Yes. <laughs> <His> Christmas album. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? <laughs> a Christmas gift for you <laughs> yes. from yeah, Phil Spector. Um. So a Christmas gift for you from Phil Spector is, I think, it's one of my favorite. Especially like yeah. if we're talking rock and roll kind of yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Um, we get the Phil Spector wall of sound. Uh, has features all of Phil Spector's artists at the time in like the height of like I probably like the best era of Phil Spector because like afterwards he goes like Tina Turner uh, and Ike and that song's good but like you know the quality goes down from there. Yeah. Um, right. But, so that's like the Ronettes, the Crystals, Darlene right. Love. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and it came out 63, came out the day Kennedy was assassinated and oh, and failed miserably in the charts. We only really know about this album now because the Beatles were interested in it when they were working with Phil Spector in the mm. late 70s. I mean, the late 60s, early 70s. And Apple Records reissued the album again, uh, calling it Phil Spector's Christmas. Um, and then he's on the cover. <laughs> Dressed as Santa Claus with a back to mono button on. Um, so if you ever want to see Phil Spector just like Santa Claus, look it up. The Apple Records uh, one is great. It's a great it reissue. That um, guy's a maniac. Original copies are rare to find of the Phil Spector 1963 mm. press. But um, the Phil Spector one is pretty easy to find. It's cheap. 
and the cover is great because you got a convicted murderer dressed as Santa. Yeah, what, else, what, do you, what, what, what more do you want? What more do you want? That's that's the that's the madness that is that Christmas. Do, do you guys know some of the other like '60s era Christmas albums? Like, do you know? Are you familiar with the uh, Johnny Mathis Christmas album? I that was played so, a lot yeah. in my household. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he's like standing on a, on a ski slope and like kind of like yeah very like I have that on CD stuff. yeah <laughs> but he has some good ones he has Sleigh Ride he has Winter Wonderland like yeah. he's another one of those like great voice type of guys who put yeah. out a, a very high selling Christmas album um if we're kind of you know the um maybe like it's this one's not so rock and roll but it's gonna get more into like the 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 it's kind of like that but um what about the Jackson 5 one cause that oh, one yeah. that one reminds oh, me oh yeah those like the the Beach Boys one, the Elvis one, like the um, like the that kind of all those kind of like the '60s bands doing their own Christmas albums. Like the Jackson Five one for me is a lot like the Beach Boys one. Like I love it. Uh, I, they get their own songs to sing I'll, and was what. Jackson Five did their own Christmas album. Oh yeah, the whole record. They do like Santa I'm, Claus is coming to town. They they all have, they have uh the whole record though. Because what I had was a Motown Christmas, which oh. was. Which had Jackson Five songs. It had Temptation songs like mm-hmm. this Temptation Silent Night. It had the Stevie Wonder like Someday at Christmas. It had um, who's what's the what's the group Smokey Robinson and the Miracles, mm-hmm. the Supremes. Like yeah. that's a great. It has it's like a purple color. I mean purple purple cover. And it's like a window with like wrapping paper and stuff. Oh, I know which That's one you're talking one. about. This is the Jackson ones. That's what. Oh yeah, I have seen like. that one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. Um, I don't remember what song on it, but like you can tell, like the Jackson Five one. Um, they like kind of rushed some of the vocals mm. on it, and um, one of the brothers has like a song where he sings off key like the whole time, but it's like really cool. And um, obviously, Santa Claus is coming to town. It, by the Jackson Five is yeah. probably one of the best. Rock and Christmas. It's song. so groovy too. Like Michael Jackson's vocal on that is like forget that it's a Christmas song. It's one of his best Jackson Five vocals. I think. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. I um I came across um hold on one second. Also, another shout out from the Jackson Five one is uh I saw mommy kissing Great. Santa yeah. Claus. That yeah. one gets played all the time too. That like. I don't know. Just like the Jack- the Jackson Five were such a um, successful group, and then like two classic Christmas songs with it that get played every single year. Like I mean, you know, it's, yeah. a, it's a good legacy. I I love the I love that song as one of those novelty songs because you know it's from the child point of view where he doesn't understand that it's his dad that his mom's kissing. Yeah, but I always think of it through the lens of like. <laughs> Joe Jackson finding out that Santa's kissing his wife, and I'm just like, oh no, and my brain goes to terrible places. <laughs> just, oh god! Oh my god! Well, let's just talk about two. Like, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. The one of the most one of the most misunderstood songs of right. all time. Like, adult, most adults don't even realize what that song's about. They think it's about yeah. like, so Santa sneaking in the back door. You know? yeah. Hey, it's not Backdoor Santa by BB King, all right? <laughs> which is which is definitely BB King is explicit stating yeah. that he's there to deliver presents when your man's away. <laughs> like, you goddamn right, man. You goddamn right. Backdoor, backdoor Santa. 
<laughs> it's it's fun, isn't that that's so hilarious to me. I'm sorry. I did like. Can you picture BB King just dressed as Santa Claus, just yes. like sneaking in? I mean, well, that's yeah. Those those BB King actually has legit stories of him like jumping out of a window half naked because he's like on the road and he ends up hooking up with a lady. But um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of blues Christmas music that I found too. Like, but like other honorable mentions, man. Like, thank God it's Christmas by Queen. I've never heard that. I've never heard that. What? You haven't heard the Queen Christmas song? No. How did I miss that one? I love Queen. Uh, Step Into Christmas, Elton John, Elton John of course. Uh, also, I mean, for real, Feliz Navidad. Oh, Jose Feliciano. Dude, I love that. That's another great, that's another great song. I mean, it's great. It, it has two lines of lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> so it's, you know, it's great. But it's, it is great. It's great. I love it. Simple, to the point, repetitive, two lines of, hook. Two lines of, yeah, and just like, it's the same sentence, just in two different languages. Right, I think for real. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, you know, of course. But, dude, the Can Heat Christmas song is awesome. What is that called? It's just called yeah. Christmas Blues. <laughs> it can't. Never what else heard would that. you call it? <laughs> hey, man, uh, speaking of Feliz Navidad, Mike, you've seen this record in the dollar bin, right? Um... How, how many times one? have you seen that record? Have you seen that record in the dollar minute? Oh before? yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. that dude. <laughs> that's him. Oh yeah. Yeah. What's who? his yeah. Um uh, the guy who wrote the uh, uh, Feliz Navidad. Navidad. Oh yeah, Jose, Jose Feliciano. Feliciano. Yeah, he does yeah. a um uh kicking version of like Light My Fire. He did one of those like um He was a blind guitarist, right? Yeah. He played at Woodstock and stuff. Oh, did he? No. No? I don't think so. I thought so. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. I was so fucked up when I was there. I don't <laughs> know. Man, if you if you can remember the seventies, you weren't there. No, he made one of those like um albums that like um took psychedelic music and um blended it with like a um like, traditional style. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Guitar. Like a like a Hispanic Latino yeah. sort of influence. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an acoustic Santana. Yes. <laughs> oh man, does Santana have a Christmas song? I mean I was sure I would imagine. Maybe featuring Rob Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> featuring Mrs. Claus. Yeah. Um <laughs> featuring Mrs. Claus. Oh my gosh. So Santana Claus. Also in my um <laughs> the name of the album. One we really didn't talk about like a ton is the Charlie Brown Christmas album. Like another one that um as yeah. far as like jazzy baby. yeah. Classic. Love uh it. instrumentals. I think that's a great one too, because like that um I really like the song skating off that soundtrack. Me too. All the five four ten five four meters. And, yeah, oh yeah. Um a lot of his piano playing on that, it just sounds like snowflakes yeah. falling. Um yeah. I really, really love that album. Is but that I mean, is that your favorite kids' Christmas music like thing? Yep. Yeah, I'd say mm-hmm. like as far as like uh children and like that kind of like um like super like made for kids kind of thing. Like, that's my favorite thing probably about Christmas. Like, you like it more than any of those stop animation ones, like Rudolph mm-hmm. and Santa Claus coming to town. Yeah, and absolutely. You're Santa Claus. Mm. And, I really like mm. Charlie Brown because... <laughs> or The Grinch. Because... Know, the it, oh, yeah. It, Good music, yeah. I feel like it humbles me every year because Charlie Brown is very cynical. And I like it because when you're a kid, <laughs> it's it's just a fun cartoon. But as you grow older, I, like, watch it because it reminds me of what it's really about like mm. Charlie Brown is like always like this sucks like uh, nobody <laughs> nobody like wants me around and da 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 and like he's really bummed because like the holiday's not going the way he wants it to and then his good friend Linus is like bro it's not about any of this stuff 
It's about like your inner inner happiness and about making you know what I mean. It's not about your satisfaction of it. It's yeah. about giving satisfaction to others. Great yeah, monologue, yeah. Linus's monologue where he's dressed like oh, the shepherd and absolutely. He talks to the auditorium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's yeah. Um, that was actually one of the first times that um, a Bible verse like that was read on um, like primetime oh. TV like that. Oh no way! Yes. Also, really? something interesting about that movie. Um, one of the fir- that was the first time children ever got to uh, voice themselves in like an animated feature. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Also, shout out to Rugrats for teaching me about Hanukkah too. Yeah, for let's real. go for that for, for real. real. <laughs> Can Thank I just you say for, that? <laughs> yeah, Rugrats like programs teach you about like um. Yeah, they touch about Hanukkah. They touch about Passover. Yeah, I Grandpa Rugrats, Boris and Minka. That's my first thing I think about when I think of Rugrats is their their Hanukkah special. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's like the one that I watched the most. Yeah, yeah and it really it, gave, it puts it, the kids back in the old days. Yeah, 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 they're like they're watching the menorah and the all that, oil, right? Yeah. And the oil like burns for yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I loved that. It really gave um when you're a kid like it it helped you understand like what, you know. And it's interesting to think too, like, I mean, if we're going to talk about music, right. In that way that like even rug, what, what's what, like, what's I find funny about Rugrats is like, you know, they have like their kind of soundtrack. He like, like the weird soundtrack, like music that goes with it. But like, they would do their own renditions of like Jewish melodies and stuff like that. Like in the Rugrats sort of like sound of like thing, you know, too. And it's like, I don't know, man. Like, shout out to them. Isn't it sad that it took till like ni- the 1995, 1996 for like something in mainstream pop culture to reference Hanukkah? Yeah. <laughs> like, or to, or to represent the Jewish people right. in like a it's good like way, not like the early Walt Disney where it's like yeah, the, the stereotype was dressing up the wolf and three little pigs as a Jewish salesman, like door to door salesman. Terrible. And that's such, it's like. I also, on. yeah, like if we're talking about like that cartoon too, like around Christmas time, it was also cool because like, um, like Chucky, like his family, he didn't have a mom, uh, and yeah. like his, you know what I mean. And it just showed those like dynamics of different families, like Tommy's family half Jewish, half Christian, and it would just like really bring everybody together and like tell everybody's story in yeah. a way that like kids could understand. Yeah, because they had Santa, they had like a regular Christmas episode, but they, they also had the Hanukkah episode. Yeah, they did both. Yeah, yeah, they did both, and Definitely. it was in. I think it was in the same episode pack too, because you know they come in like two weeks and they're usually fifteen minutes long. Yeah, I think they were back yeah, to back. Yeah. So you know what I mean. Yeah. Are, are there any other Hanukkah songs that you guys know of or can think of? Um, I don't like know a ton about it, but Dreidel, the Dreidel song, obviously. <laughs> I mean, you have the traditional Dreidel version, and then you have the South Park Dreidel song. The offensive, terrible very, version. Uh, there's another South Park song where it's Mr. Garrison, where it's Merry Fucking Christmas. Oh, yeah. Have you yeah. heard that one? Oh, yeah. Uh, that one's kind of crazy. And, and, and <laughs> I, I know of two two Hanukkah songs. I mean, one, of course, is the Hanukkah song that mm-hmm. Adam Sandler d- did on yeah. SNL, and um, which is it's funny. Yeah. It's not it's not informative, but it's funny, and you know, yeah, I guess yeah. it's informative. He does name celebrities who are Jewish, so I, it's informative. <laughs> O.J. In Simpson, Both not, not a, a Jew. Jew. <laughs> That's not Both Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the other one that I know is a more contemporary song. Probably came out a decade ago um, by Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. Yep. So it's like a throwback to that soul 60s sound. And it's called Eight Days of Hanukkah. Oh, I it's amazing. It's amazing. So check yeah. out that. Yeah, I believe, that I believe that's from their Christmas album, like holiday yeah. album. Mm-hmm. But that song is a great Hanukkah song. Yeah. Other than that, I can't really think of too many Hanukkah songs. 
aside from just like the melodies, yeah. you know what I'm trying to say? Like the yeah the traditional melodies that you recognize from yeah the like the faith. scales yeah. they use you yeah, know yeah. stuff like that yeah but like yeah it's for actual specific songs i could i couldn't really think of anything to be fair mm-hmm. i didn't i was just trying to piece together a christmas one that uh playlist that i found that oh also real quick off off on a side note uh get in the garage now has a an actual we have a spotify oh cool so um we'll be sharing that in the future as well so what i was thinking was like why don't we real quick i mean we probably have like another like you know 15 ish minutes left like why don't we try to compile maybe like a little playlist or something like that we can all like throw in maybe like four songs a piece and you know we'll try to like put it up and we'll try to put that playlist up on uh, uh on spotify so if you want we'll just go around the room real quick if you want and we'll just do you know each one not in no particular order but like maybe like four songs a piece that maybe we would we we can put on like the uh get in the garage uh, spotify christmas playlist and i have a very extended one if you want to check that one out yes jeff has a very extended one yeah but if we can do four songs a piece we'll, we'll uh put a link to both in our uh yeah 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 before we make this playlist can we go around the room and just do our least favorite christmas song ever yeah maybe i'll, st- I'll kick a- it off a least favorite one like like that you refuse to listen to or at least favorite one like it still comes on and you have to like put up with it because there's a bunch that are refuse so... refuse oh uh, see i don't even think about the ones i refuse to listen to because i hear it and i'm like oh. it doesn't stick in my brain i mean grandma got run over by a reindeer it might be one that i'm just like yeah that, just that one yeah. cuts it to your soul I used to like it as a kid but like similar to you it's just like now at now that i'm an adult i see why the adults got mad at it <laughs> <laughs> so the thing that i enjoyed about it the most once i grew up now is the thing i hate about it the most because i'm the adult uh well kind of see i still i still give all <laughs> i i give all these songs a chance because i don't know i still like even the bad ones have some kind of nostalgic yeah. connection for me like one that i really don't like but it's like a love hate like i still listen to it because i just go off oh, this song the most wonderful time of the year by Andy Williams. Yeah, it like makes me feel like I'm on this like a cruise ship that's about to sink. <laughs> it's the most Ooh. wonderful time. The way he year. delivers the lines is just like hold on. There'll be like, much mistletoe. <laughs> yeah. it just goes around. Yeah. I probably have to say like um, like the one that gets under my skin so much. I don't know why is the Justin Bieber one. Which like, one? Mistletoe. Yeah, like, I mean that that's. One. It's just so like far from like anything I want to listen to, or, yeah. like it to feel a warm fuzzy feeling. And that's feeling. the thing I, th- I feel like Christmas music has to have just that little tinge of nostalgia to it mm-hmm. to give you that inner warm feeling. And it's like just that. ripping off that Jason Mraz song, yeah, whatever yeah. that song is, the love the, song or whatever. Yeah, where it's like, dink, bink, dink, 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 oh, the, dink, the the one where like dink, he done his big it. big hit, yeah, his <laughs> big big hit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's just like I'm that. yours. I'm yours. Yeah, yeah. it's just what, like, it sounds. Like, it's that with Christmas lyrics. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, let's. I, I mean, I put together like a, a, a little couple songs. So, Mike, yeah. do you have four songs that you want to put together that you want to tell us? Um, to I check have. Out this I Christmas? have. I have several, but um, yeah. Do, I mean, do, do five. Do, yeah, five. do five. All piece. right. So I'll do five. So I'll, let me run down. Okay. So of course we have to throw in Dominic the Donkey. Yep. Okay. okay. Uh, uh. Um, Merry Christmas, baby. Otis Redding. Oh, cool. Great tune. Have you guys listened oh. to that? Um, I have. I have been been a, that's been a while. It's good, man. It's like killer. That I was really uh, happy to find that song, too, because I was like, oh, this is fucking cool. Because that's the thing is like I get I get burnt out on Christmas music so much, you know, so to find something that has a little bit of a different kind Some of new thing. Ones. Yeah. Um, I have to go for my another piece of like nostalgia. Please come home for Christmas. The Eagles. 
Mm-hmm. It just oh, makes me, yeah. it just makes me think of like the home like when we were alive, the Home Alone era of yeah. our lives, like the 1995s of our part of our lives, like yep. that part. You know, um, even though I don't, I don't even know if that's when it came out. So that's what three, yeah. Um, I think I'll go for Step Into Christmas, Elton John. Yeah, it's a classic tune. Also, I love it. Um, and then um, just for the sake of it, uh, I will have to go with. Albert King's Christmas Comes But Once a Year because wow. that one in the beginning it's really funny because like it's kind of like it, you know what the hell was that that was my phone oh. <laughs> like what's happening Mike's like sleigh bells Santa <laughs> Santa Claus um so yeah, I'll just I'll, I'll go for those like I think those are those are pretty cool and we'll you know obviously we'll we can add two later but I figured yeah yeah four or five a piece Luca um, so I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw some some weird ones out. Um, one I used to listen to in my uh, younger days was the Bright Eyes Christmas album. Uh, great version of White Christmas. I think that's oh. Jenny. Is that Jenny Lewis? I think it's. Um, I like his Blue Christmas one. It sounds like he's on death's door. Which one oh, do you yeah. say? Look, White Christmas. <laughs> yeah, him doing White Christmas. I think Jenny Lewis. I'm. I think she might be the vocalist on it. Um, I'm not super sure, but I'm almost positive it is. Um. So that was my first one. I like it. It's very indie. Um, it's very mellow and somewhat depressing. It's a bright eyes Christmas. So yeah, it's pretty sad. <laughs> um, so I like that one. I'll throw bright eyes out there. White Christmas. Second song I'd like to throw out would be <laughs> Silver Bells, uh, the Bob Dylan version. Oh, we didn't even talk oh. about Bob Dylan well, doing. We're gonna take a second here. We're gonna take a second. Um, so Bob Dylan obviously <laughs> is um, born Jewish. But um, enjoys Robert the, Zimmerman. Yes, enjoys the uh, the holiday of Christmas still, and released a Christmas album in the I think like 2010 around there. Um, now, most you're gonna listen, most most people are gonna listen to this album, and they're gonna be like, "Luke, this is the worst thing I've ever heard in my life." And I can see how you think that. <laughs> you might be right. And you probably, I mean, you are, you, it's not great sounding. But, but, but in its not greatness there's a, is greatness. There's a sincerity that Bob Dylan sings yeah. these songs with that, like, almost makes me, like, I don't know. I don't like to, I mean, I'll, I like to share it to people because, I mean, it's pretty funny. He's got a really gravelly voice. Yeah. Um, and it's really, like, it's intensely gravelly on this. Yeah. But um, there's a, there's like a, um, I don't know. It's like you, it's like there's so much soul and passion sung in the songs. Um, Christmas in the Heart by Bob Dylan is like top three favorite Christmas records. Um, yeah. And I would say Silver Bells. Silver Bells. Yeah, man. It's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's sweet as sour. Um, so yeah. that w- that's one I th- definitely would throw out. Um, and another, uh, so like another one I really really like is I'm gonna throw it out. I'm gonna put Little Saint Nick on the playlist uh, by the Beach Boys. Um, uh, it's a great Christmas song. Like Jeff said, it's like uh, it's like Little Deuce Coop just done over. Um, but my favorite part of it is like um, is uh, in the middle of it where it's a break and he's like, you know talking about Sandy's like you don't miss no one. Gonna do the sled. And they're like describing the sled like they would the car, and it's a great song. I really like it. Beach Boys, um, also the full album is great. 
Um, and like, who doesn't love like a summery Christmas? Yeah. Soundtrack, like, I mean, not for nothing. I love, you know? I <laughs> love the the every a lot of the songs have like a the. Yeah, like the crazy loud, yeah. Going sleigh bells and yeah, fucking uh, whatchamacallit. It's great. Um, I'm gonna throw out Last Christmas Tambourines. by Wham on there. Oh, not the Taylor Swift, <laughs> Taylor no. Swift version. Last Christmas by Wham. I Merry really, Christmas, baby. I really like, um, I don't know. It's just, it's really cool. It's a great pop song. It, I think it would work if it, if it had lyrics that weren't about Christmas, it'd be just a crazy good pop song, yeah. Um, I think it's something different for me, and that's one I've been enjoying the past couple of years. Ever since um, Jeff really like um, showed me how good it was, he played it, and he was like, "Yeah, was man, like, oh, Wham! This is really Wham great. too. That album, that Wham album, is awesome." So, so last good. Christmas by George Wham, Michael. and I'm gonna throw my, my last one out there. It was like the first one I kind of talked about today, and um, "Wonderful Christmas Time" by Paul McCartney. Um, there's there's some there's something about that song that like triggers me into like thinking about being a little kid and like going to my nana's on Christmas Eve. Um, and I also love the keyboards in that song, uh, especially the midway part where it's just overlapping. Exactly, I love that noise. It's one of my favorite. Oh, it's effects. so chaotic. I love it. Because I, I, I love it. I think it uh, that song. I think it, I liked it so much when I was little. I like still like a lot of songs that have those bouncy keyboards and synth yeah, bass. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that would be the ones that, I throw out. That song is notable for being interpolated in the Christmas hit "Dipset Xmas Time" by <laughs> Dipset and Jim Jones, <laughs> where the the lyrics are changed to like "straight ball" and "at Christmas time." It's, it's amazing. All right, so here, listen. Check out my extended Happy Holidays Yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're going to link it's, to both of these. It's eight and a half hours long currently and getting longer by the day. Oh, God. But the ones, so the ones I'm going to throw out that I did not mention, these five. Um, let's see. I'm going to say, Everybody's Waiting for the Man with the Bag by K-Star. It's a big band song. It's amazing. Check it out. I'm going to throw out Perry Como's 1959 version of There's No Place Like Home for the Holidays. He had two Christmas albums. One was 54, one was 59. The 54 version has backing choir, the whole song, and it's a little faster, where the 59 version is a little slower and bluesier. And which... I was going to say, which album is the one that you... 59 is the cover where it's white stripes on top and bottom, and it's a blue cover. Not the not the, not the orangey pink, pink one. one. No. Okay. The orangey pink one's the 1954 Christmas album. The other one is the late 50s one. Um, you've, heard, you've heard them both on the radio, but the 59 one is a little bluesier. That's the one I like. I'm going to throw out there... Merry Christmas, Darling... By the Carpenters. Okay. Well, Jeff's list, I have not heard any of them, and I'm Merry excited. Christmas, yeah, darling. me too. Merry Christmas, no, darling. I've never heard that one. Oh, My parents that, weren't Carpenters That's mid-70s mid adult, you know, contemporary stuff. You'd love that one. I'm going to throw out... Hmm. Let's see how weird I want to get. <laughs> get weird. Oh, I'm going to go mid-90s. TLC, Sleigh Ride. Oh, R&B hip hop. Great song. 
And then I'm going to go contemporary. There's a lot of contemporary ones I like. They're on my extended list. The one I'll throw out here is Christmas Lights by Coldplay. Ooh. They put out a Christmas single. I think this was like five years ago. Um, and it's, it's like a... It's like a four four meter oh. the beginning and then it goes to this big swelling like six eight twelve eight type of chorus near the end there's also a yellow card song called christmas lights <laughs> called yes. christmas Co- christmas lights on ocean avenue yeah <laughs> <laughs> so those are the five i'm gonna throw out there the, cool the my favorite of the ones that k star song everybody's waiting for the man with the bag you gotta check that song out great melody it like has all these chromatic runs that are very interesting it has this big it's whole big band arrangement great song well i'm excited to listen to your eight hour christmas playlist and i'm also excited to listen to our tiny one and it will give our listeners like uh i think if you listen to tiny one they'll give you a, a sample of like all of our kind of christmases and what we enjoy and then jeff's big one you really just want to dive down the oh, rabbit hole i got i got crazy selections on that one yeah so i'm excited i'm excited to dive deep um i hope it's a lot like your summer playlist which <laughs> much which so. uh only consists of songs that have summer in the title correct or, or referenced or some, reference, or referenced strong in any way yeah which is a great playlist so yeah we'll put links to both of those and i gotta add the twisted i gotta add the twisted sister song oh bro <laughs> what you gotta do, do is I'll, I'll send you the uh if it's on youtube i have to send you the infomercial they used to play on vh1 all the time for a twisted sister christmas oh really it's like yeah because i'd be like doesn't he like come busting out of christmas a, yeah that's what it was it'd be like twisted, twisted christmas, christmas order now order now it's like order d snyder now. busting out of a giant human-sized like Big christmas gift. present box <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, happy holidays, everybody. Yeah, happy yeah. holidays. We, you know, and uh, you're you know, celebrating. Happy holidays. Yeah, Enjoy and just, uh, Stay just, safe. just remember what the what, what Christmas is really about, especially these days. That stuff's crazy. You know, just like be loving, man. Be Family, a nice person. Love, peace, hope, joy. Yeah, just be a nice person. There's, you know what? You, there's a lot of things happening right now that we can't control. But what we can control, man, is just like being a good person, man. You know, and just uh, yeah. enjoying the holidays and uh, appreciating the people you love. I think that's the meaning of Christmas. Yes, uh, for a Christmas well, gift, give uh, give the ones you love the gift of selflessness. Oh, yeah, there mm. we go. I like it. Uh, and it's it's uh, the real gift is giving. That's it. So, so make sure to tell everybody about our podcast. Get in the garage. <laughs> yeah, give them the gift. <laughs> give them the gift. Give them the give them the gift of get the garage and give us the gift of hitting that like and subscribe yeah, button, baby. baby. Oh. <laughs> we need it. We don't want coal this year. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't want coal. Although you know what, I did. I looked on Spotify, uh, and uh, you know how like they did the wrap ups and stuff. Uh, I uh, as being like the Spotify for podcasters, it'll show you your wrap up. So uh, of our Spotify listeners, there uh, we've reached six six different countries. So hello. Oh. Get in the garage international across the world across the world you know we're uh we're bridging gaps here bringing the bring the world together bringing the world together that's yeah. that's what that's what the music podcast and enjoy the is, music because i mean stuff. christmas music holiday music there's a yeah. whole treasure trove of stuff and yeah and i think i'm gonna try to find like maybe like a cool greek christmas Please. music playlist yeah. and maybe uh we'll share that up on there as well so yeah look out for us on spotify we'll link all that stuff uh, to the podcast and uh, yeah have a Merry Christmas everybody Happy Holidays from Happy our basement holidays. to yours yes absolutely bye everybody thanks for tuning in everyone uh, we hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed recording it make sure to share like and subscribe to the Get in the Garage podcast now available on Spotify Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts 
uh, and a bunch more. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram or email us directly at getinthegaragepodcast at gmail.com for any questions or topics you might like to hear us cover. Thanks again, guys. See you next time. Get in the garage.